Hello, hello. I am Karen Jean-François, and this is the Women in Data podcast, a podcast where every other week I interview some of the most inspiring women working in data. They discuss how data is used in various industries, share their knowledge and experience in the field, and equip you with tips to help you overcome challenges on your career and feel great. Let's get straight to it. The Women in Data flagship event is approaching really fast, and I don't know about you, but I am super excited. 9th of March cannot come fast enough, and I thought I would bring you a special guest to give you a snippet of what to expect. Hey, Roisin, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It has been a while since you were last on the podcast. I think last time was January 2020, maybe. It is. Karen, I think it is. Well over two years anyway, for sure. So thank you for having me back. I've started to take it personally. Oh, no, it wasn't January 2020. It was January 2021. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, so yeah, two years. Two years. It's gone in a heartbeat. And uh, yeah, I'm thrilled to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming. I guess we're going to talk about a lot of great things that that's going to happen very soon in the weed space. But for those who don't know you, can I invite you to introduce yourself? You certainly can, Karen. Um, so I'm Rasheen and I am the founder of Women in Data, the incredible movement and community that represents the interests of over 30,000 women practicing in data. Um, we're a community that really looks to equip and enable our community to really further their careers, Karen, in the space of data and technology. I can't express really how grateful I am for this community because I've been part of the community since the very beginning. So you really remember that event. I was going to see you on a rainy day, but you know, it's always raining here anyways. Uh, <laughs> Karen, it is always raining here. You're right. But it was a particularly rainy day. It was, that was, it was quite bad. Um, so I remember that day and I can't believe how far the community has gone and how much it's grown from since that day and all the benefits I have had from it. It has been a journey. So could you maybe give us a brief um, history of weed and also just your mission as well. Yeah, so it was it's it's quite a, an interesting story, and I recite it quite often the the inception of weeds. But uh, it does start with the day job, Karen. And uh, as you know, in my day job, I run a recruitment business. That recruitment business places people in data and technology, and we were really looking at the statistics and performance of our business in 2014. And what we learned very quickly was we were placing less women than we ever had done. And I really was feeling energized to do something about this and decided to connect 125 women, of which you were one, <laughs> um, for the very first time there in November. We didn't have a huge amount of purpose, Karen. We certainly had no money. We certainly had no investment. We didn't have any leadership or exec backing at that point. And as I say, the mission wasn't particularly clear, but 
what was really apparent on that day in November 2015 was that we'd created something really unique, something very special, in fact, and a place of belonging immediately. And that's really has been the cornerstone of what women in data have con- continued to build on over the last eight years, having just celebrated our eighth birthday back in November last year. Um, it's been a, a roller coaster uh, of a journey, and we've had to, well, we've had to navigate the pandemic as every organization on the planet has. But there's no doubt we've come through that period so much stronger with more determination and more purpose to really affect change for women practicing in data and technology. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember missing the events during the lockdown. I remember sending messages being like, when can I go and mingle again? Um, And you've brought that back this year. We have. Yeah. Karen, we were in a room just recently together and you felt the vibe as much as I did. It was just amazing to be back in that place of belonging that WID creates. Um, So in demand. And we're coming back with a number of these through 2023. But of course, the big highlight is the flagship is back. So we will be back on the 9th of March with 2,000 of our community in one room at the O2. That is exciting. That's I'm I'm buzzing right now, so I I can't wait for that. Tell me what to expect on that day. What's going to happen? How much can I can I reveal this early on? I mean, first and foremost, this is not going to be streamed. So unless you're in the room, you're not going to experience this. You've got to go and enter the ballot. Uh, for a ticket, which they are going fast, but you've got to be in it to win it. So there isn't an opportunity to get a a second chance at this. Um, Throughout the day, Karen, on the 9th of March, we are creating um, a journey for our our WID um, delegates. And we will be centralizing that with our empowerment theater, where there will be the great and the good, the trailblazers from, from data and technology, sharing their stories, their user cases, their knowledge, their experiences to really empower the community. And we've got such a show-stopping lineup for that empowerment stage. But in addition to that abundance of inspiration, alongside that, we want to make sure that our WID community have got tangible learning opportunities to take away with them. From masterclasses and uh, learning opportunities and training sessions um, of soft skills, technical skills. There really is a myriad of opportunities to pick and choose the skills that you need to polish as a WID delegate on the 9th of March. Yeah, so that's, uh, I remember this happening in 2019 and doing a few of the of the workshops. So on that day, I was volunteering, but I was lucky enough to be able to attend some of the workshops and the value I got from that was absolutely crazy so thank you for bringing that again um when is the ballot closing it's going to close with the majority ballot being released four weeks out from that so by the 10th of february the majority of tickets will be released however because people's diaries change and commitments change and health changes we will have return tickets from that day so when people can't attend they will return their ticket to us and we will reballot them out and that will happen all the way up until the 9th of march so the opportunities don't end but the majority of the ballot will be drawn before the 10th of february Okay, so hopefully, I was going to say hopefully everybody can get a seat, but someone told me that there is already quite a few registrations. (laughs) 5,000 registrations. 
Karen Fighter. Wow. So, you know, it does also prove the point that this is so in demand. I genuinely lose sleep on the fact that we can't give a ticket to everybody that wants to be part of this. But I do think that one day we will be able to. It's that's a that's a future a future vision from me. Fingers crossed. And I will be there on that day, hopefully. Exactly well. And um Karen, will you do me the honor of coming and presenting with me on main stage? I will. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> this is a verbally binding contract. Oh on the 9th of March on the main stage. <laughs> In front of 2,000 people. <laughs> people. We can talk offline about that. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you so much, Roisin. That means a lot. We're going to have so much fun that day. And, you know, it's all possible through the partnerships that Women in Data have created with some phenomenal organizations. We've got a, a show-stopping um, show stopping lineup of, of our partners really showing what they are able to bring to our world of data and tech on the 9th. Can you share who is going to Ooh. be there? I, I can, I'll give you some snippets, Karen. Okay. Between you and me and the gateposts. <laughs> So I think that the thing that I genuinely had one of those dancing moments when I got the news was from our wonderful friends over at Lego. Lego have been an established partner of Women in Data now for well over uh, 18 months, and they have created our very own Women in Data Lego figurine. Oh, my God. Six foot six tall. <laughs> and she's made out of thousands of bricks. She's taken hundreds of hours to build and she has been shipped in from their HQ in Denmark for the 9th of March. So you're having a gigantic weed Lego that is going to be shipped from Denmark. Yes. And it's a, <laughs> it's a woman. It is a woman figurine made out of thousands of bricks with binary code on her t-shirt um, and very, very much representing the brilliance of our community. So that's one to see. It's a world first. It hasn't been done at any other um, women's in conference anywhere else on the planet, I'm proud to say. And this is one to come and get your selfies with. Okay, I'm excited to see that. So Lego will be there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Alongside Lego, we've got some amazing organizations. We've got a lot of our, our training and supporting organizations as well um, exhibiting. We've got the brilliant Kubrick. And you'll recall, uh, Karen, from 2019, they delivered masterclasses in machine learning. They're going to be back delivering a wider range of um, syllabus and, and learning opportunities on the night. But they're there also be there exhibiting. We've got our brilliant friends at Halion who are also, um, you may have heard of them, uh, Karen. Halion are uh, a new organization. They separated from GSK uh, last year and they are one of the largest startups that I've ever had the privilege of working with, but they are really looking at well-being and they're our health care care partner for Wid Day on the 9th of March. And that's um, going to be a good one. Mm, really, really good. And uh, offering an opportunity for people to measure and look at well-being, which is really cool. Okay, exciting. You mentioned doing this little dance when you had the Lego. Did you dance for anyone? Oh my goodness, I've been dancing a lot, Karen, because the main stage is just full of truly inspiring, um, real-world, tangible stories and user cases from, from our, our industry. But alongside that, we have 
um, and opening remarks coming from the wonderful trailblazing entrepreneur and technologist that is Martha Lane Fox. Now, Martha Lane Fox, if you haven't read about Martha Lane Fox, she is um, a dot-com entrepreneur. She was the founder of lastminute.com. She also resided on the board for Twitter until recently. Read into that as you wish. Um, But she's going to be opening our show on the 9th of March, which I am so excited for. In addition to Martha Lane Fox, we have um, the brilliant, remarkable, awarded Jill Scott closing our show. Now, Jill is from the Lionesses, and Jill um, is going to be sharing a data-driven story with our audience. So if you've been a fan of women's football over the last 12 months, or you're a fan of I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here, I think that this will be something that you will be absolutely anticipating on the flagship day and Jill will be closing the show um, towards the end of our empowerment stage session. We also finally are talking to Sophia the robot. Do you know who she is? No. So Sophia the robot is um, a robot that has been created by Hanson Technologies She is an autonomous robot. She is absolutely built with the most advanced AI um, and built by a team of incredible data scientists, uh, female data scientists, let me me add. And she is just remarkable, the technology, the innovation. But also we need to talk about the ethics behind this. We need to talk about how controversial this is and um, what better place to do that than with 2,000 data experts, right? Absolutely. That's exciting. Really exciting. And so many other organizations along the way with latest tech, um, with latest approach. The brilliant Capgemini are going to be delivering stream sessions for us, but also they will be hosting a stand where people can come in and learn soft skills from their their community and their, their own internal WID community within Capgemini. Does that mean we should expect Claire to be sharing some of her brilliance? Oh, you know that. Claire will be there for sure. Claire will be there for sure. And I can't absolutely not talk about the 20 and data. You mentioned Claire there. You both are from the same class of 2020, the lockdown year. I know that that hurts a little. We haven't been in person to celebrate that. But um, we're coming back with the fifth series of the 20 and data and technology, which has now been captured, Karen. We have our 20 stars, our role models, rising stars through to trailblazers um, and even a celebrity this year. We have a celebrity. We have a celebrity. Somebody faces our television screens daily. Oh, I think I know who we're talking about now. (laughs) I'm sharing. This is embargoed, as you very well know, Karen. I think you gave it away, Roshi. (laughs) Oh, possibly. We'll see. We'll see. I'll see if your guesses are correct. (laughs) Tell me, you know, you know what that feeling is like before it's revealed that you're one of the 20 in data and technology. Um, what advice would you give to the 20 who are currently gagged and under wraps? I, uh, it's a really difficult one to answer because it's going to be such a different experience, right? As you said, the, the year I was on the list, it was the lockdown year. So it was virtual while they're going to be on stage, I, I'm guessing. And 
I'm very excited for them. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they're buzzing, probably very nervous. But I remember that room in 2019 when you announced the 20 in data and technology. And as an attendee, I felt so empowered to see so many amazing women and hear their stories on stage. So if I have an advice for them, it's just to to remember that they're there because they are role models to someone. Someone nominated them or maybe they nominated themselves, but they've been voting. People chose them as the 20 in data and technology for this year. And that means so much for the community and is going to make an impact in so many people's lives. And Karen, just to add to that, the last bit, and you know, we haven't had this conversation actually since 2020, but you know, what does it mean, the other side of it? What does it create for for the incumbent that that is that is selected and showcased? Well, definitely visibility. I guess it depends on where you are at in your career, right? So, I I was mid level starting management, and for me, it it meant that it increased my credibility in the organization, and it helped quite a lot for that. But also. Um, for my team as well, knowing that I had been recognized was quite empowering for them. For me, it's really a way of giving back as well. So I've been inspired by so many women. Sharing my story means that hopefully someone else will get inspired. And I did have quite some good return from talks I've done on podcasts or at conferences off the back of that. So this has been quite a a journey and I feel not like a completely different person but while before I was I mean you you know me <laughs> you've known me for a while so I used to hide in my corner and now I feel like I can get out and I have my space out there in data and I can actually make a difference. We couldn't ask for anything more this is about empowerment empowerment of the individuals uh, empowerment of their teams, uh, but also the empowerment that you mentioned of the audience that this resonates with. And it's amazing for, for women to, to look and, and see different entry points, different backgrounds, different educations. This is not a power list, as you well know. This is not who's got the biggest job title, who's got the biggest budget, who's done the biggest transformation. This is about real women who are, who are moving the dial in data and technology through their efforts. And that's what I think makes it so remarkable and unique. I I will add to that, that it's not limited to people who are part of the community as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the the beautiful thing. It it allows us to see things differently and see different directions. And uh, yeah, as I mentioned, we have a celebrity this year. (laughs) I don't believe they've been to a conference today. So, um, yeah, watch this space. More to come on that. That's exciting. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Roisin. And um, it was a pleasure. And I will see you on main stage to to open this amazing event. Can't wait, Karen. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the 9th. Thank you for listening to the Women in Data podcast. We will be back in a couple of weeks with a new guest. Until then, if you have two minutes, it would be great if you could leave us a rating or a review as it helps not only to make the podcast more visible, but also to enhance the content. If you don't want to miss the next episode, 
follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We are also on LinkedIn. And if you wish to, you can even register to the community for free. All you have to do is head to womenindata.co.uk. Have a great day.